My nail tech knows how to keep it a little secret. I don't wish for my success, I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money, how reeking. You smell me, that's LV. Walk around. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And if you do me a favor, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. But where we'll start is, of course, NBA All-Star Weekend. Now, you can say a lot about the NBA. You know, people always say, you know, football still king, which if you look at the statistics and everything, it is. Uh, you know, baseball and this, that, and third. One thing that you can never say is that the NBA does not get their All-Star Weekend right. Wish they do. I don't know. I don't know why the or who the hell selects the cities because uh, it seems like almost every time. Now, I get that basketball is a winter sport because, of course, it's indoors, but it just seems like every single place they have All-Star it's either a huge snowstorm or something like Cleveland this year. I remember New York one year. It was like <laughs> negative 19 degrees every day. I don't know. But the NBA gets their All-Star game or All-Star weekend right. And this year, it, it was the same. I mean, even, even the celebrity game, which here's my thing about celebrity games. Now, I know I'm not... I'm not the most hip person. I'm a real chill, laid back person. I'm I'm not the most hip. But if I have to find out who you are during an all-star celebrity game, in my opinion, you're not the most marquee celebrity. You know what I'm saying? And that's no offense to anybody. I mean, I'm I'm nobody. Nobody really knows me, but you also don't see me uh shooting air balls in a celebrity game. So, you know, but Shouts out there when I I think homie that was a, a Peloton instructor, he won uh, the skills the the Rising Stars challenge. I don't know how many times they're gonna change the the NBA usually change. I don't know how many times they're gonna change the Rising Star challenge, but that was cool. Cade Cunningham won. Uh, that that was you know exciting. I know the Giannis brothers they had a little skills challenge. It was cool. Saturday was fun. Uh, <laughs> The 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 three point contest was cool. Shout out to Carl Anthony Towns being the first or the the second tallest player to ever win outside of Dirk Nowinski. Let me let, let's. Oh, shouts out again. We talked about the skill challenge. Shouts out to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think it was Darius Garland, uh, Evan Mobley, who more than likely will win Rookie of the Year, and or right now is the Rookie of the Year front runner. And Jared Allen, uh, they they won the skills challenge, but let's park this at the the, the slam dunk contest. Now I I know I get the fact that you know players have to say yes to this thing. You know you you can't just like you can't just say all right Zion's gonna be in it, uh, John Moran's gonna be in it, LeBron's gonna be like people have to say yes. But in in no disrespect to all the all the people that were in the slam dunk contest, uh, shouts out to Obi Toppin for winning the slam dunk contest. But you had Obi Toppin, Juan Anderson, uh, Juan Toscato Anderson, um, Jalen Green. That was one more person. There was somebody else. I forgot who that person was. But I don't. I, I don't know, man. It just. 
under, it's it's hard it's hard to follow up something you know what i mean it's hard to follow up something especially when the thing that you're following up a lot of people can argue was the greatest of something you know what i mean like it's hard it's hard to follow up the dark knight <laughs> it's hard to follow up heath ledger's um joker like it's it's hard to follow that up um it, it's it's hard to follow up the first matrix as we saw with matrix reloaded and matrix revolution like it's it's hard it's hard to follow up uh, a slam dunk contest when you have to when you're still trying when we arguably witnessed the greatest slam dunk champ or slam dunk contest ever between Zach Levine and and Aaron Aaron Gordon, and then Aaron Gordon came back what two years in a row and 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 put on a show like he, he didn't win any of them which is why he said he's not doing it again, but it is hard, so it. <laughs> I said that to say the slam dunk contest wasn't that good, like at all, honestly. Um, I don't know if it was. It just felt too long. I don't know why we're going by attempts instead of the timer. I think the timer, if it didn't go as long as it did, um, you know, I don't. It just, it just didn't feel. I didn't. It, it wasn't exciting at all. Um, it, it just wasn't exciting. So, but. And and this is me talking from somebody that watched it on his couch that can't do none of them dunks like it. <laughs> so clearly I'm not the dunk expert, but I do know that I am a viewer and almost everyone on Twitter was pretty much saying that it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't all that. And the and three point contest shout, again, shout out to Tyler Anthony Towns. But and this is no slight on him, no slight on any of the people, you know, Luke Kennard, uh, Trey Young and everything. But. I think this is probably one of the first slam dunk con or three point contests that didn't have like someone that we know was like a legit sharpshooter. Like it didn't have a Curry, it didn't have a Clay Thompson. I remember when Kyle Corver used to do it a lot. Uh, you know, it, it it didn't have that, but but it did. You know, Carl Anthony Towns came said he was the best shooting big man ever. I don't know if he's just talking about centers because if he's talking about altogether, I it's hard for me to put him over Dirk Nowinski. But you know. Shout out to Carl Anthony Towns. One thing that the NBA does do good is they highlight African American. I don't know. I know Chris Paul is big with that. Chris Paul is definitely like kind of this, kind of this, you know, spearheading it. But they highlight African American something, either African American culture, African American, uh, you know, HBCUs, and. Shouts out to the NBA for putting on the HBCU Classic. I think this was the inaugural year. Uh, Howard against Morgan State. Shouts out. I'm not going to say DMV because Morgan State is definitely in the West. <laughs> is in like the, the, the boonies of Baltimore. But, you know, to, I'm, I'm from Maryland. So I, I frequented Howard a lot. I, I've been, you know, Morgan State. So shouts out to them, man. And, and shouts out for the NBA for putting on, you know, showcasing African-American talent. Um, but it all comes to a crescendo, of course. And, and, and the, the, the climax of it is, of course, the three, the, or the, the most important, the, the, the most, the, the one that people really come to see is on Sunday, which is the NBA All-Star Game. That's when the best players uh, from the league team up and play. And 
This was one of the most, you know, the we people have been complaining for years that oh, there's no defense in the league. There's no defense in the All Star game. I I remember when they used to play defense. I remember when they used to. They, this used to mean something. First and foremost, they're outside of the la- the form. The format changed. Um, now it's like three quarters. Whoever's winning at the end of the quarter, their found their team's foundation gets like a hundred thousand or something like that. Uh, it's it's and then the last one, you, you the goal is like one sixty three. Uh, it was it was cool, man. But again, a lot of people have complained saying that you know there's no there's no defense, no defense. There is a way to not not showcase something or not play defense or whatever, but still have an entertaining game. Trust and believe, this game, outside of like the last quarter, had absolutely no defense. I mean, <laughs> absolutely no defense. You have people pretty much doing full court windmill. Like, it had no defense. But... This was a very entertaining game. It's had a lot of storylines coming into it. It's had a lot of storylines in the game. Had a lot of first-time All-Stars. A lot of exciting people. I mean, if you, nobody, I know, do you know how many people were upset when we saw how crazy John Morant's dunks were? And then we're like, but, I mean, John Morant was doing better in-game dunks than he did than anything we saw at the, three, at the slam dunk contest. So... <laughs> There were a lot of personalities. I mean, you had LaMelo Ball, like I said, John Morant. You had uh, first-time All-Stars again, uh, John Morant, uh, LaMelo Ball, Darius Garland, Jer- uh, Jared Allen. You had Andrew Wiggins. It was it was a great game. Again, there's a way to showcase talent. And yeah, I mean, there was no defense being played, but it was still an entertaining game. Uh, Shouts out to Stephen Curry. For going crazy, Stephen Curry had 50 points. He broke an All-Star game record in uh, 16 three-pointers. Made, I think he went 16 for 27. This All-Star game is going to showcase the best of the best. Um, I'm. It's, and you can tell. You can always tell early what the agenda is going to be. Like I remember when it was in New Orleans. I remember when it was New Orleans, you can tell every single person on that court was like, yo, we let's try to get Anthony Davis All-Star. And he broke an All-Star game record with 52 points. Uh, last year, you can tell Giannis, look, <laughs> Giannis does not play for fun. Like, you, could, you can tell that Giannis has not grasped, yo, we just playing around. Like, this is not, Giannis is, uh, he's a cool dude, don't get me wrong, but he does not play for fun. And you can tell last year, early, even though you had, what, Steph going crazy, Damian Lillard going crazy, going back to, back and forth with half-court shots, um, Chris Paul catching lobs, Giannis was determined to get that three, to uh, get the MVP, which he got. So you can always tell, and you can tell early, yo, Steph Curry made his first, like, three, and it was like, oh, shoot, like, it's, 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 it's going to be a long night. And then three after three after three to get to 16. It was crazy. Oh, and of course, at the end, it's only fitting. You're in Cleveland. Uh, LeBron, you know, they tried to give it to Seth Curry. They wanted Seth Curry to break the, break the um, all-star game record with 53 points. He couldn't get it. 
LeBron said, yo, give it here. He did the fadeaway. He made it. It was just a great weekend. Again, t- I, one thing that a lot of people, including myself, always bring up is why the NFL can't do something like this. Why is their Pro Bowl so bad? Why is their Pro Bowl so, so, why is their Pro Bowl not in the middle of the season? I uh, Look, for, I understand that the NFL is not – it's kind of like boxing. Like, you don't play fight. You can't play fight because somebody can get hurt. Someone can get knocked out. That's just how it is. The NFL, you're one – hell, as unfortunate as it is, look at Odell Beckham Jr. You're one cut away from blowing a knee or, 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 or tearing ACL. And so I understand that the NFL was probably the hardest – one of the hardest team or one of the hardest sports to duplicate an all-star weekend, but it's probably, but I'm only saying that probably due to the game, probably due to the all-star game or the, the, the pro bowl, what it would be. This is, here's my proposal proposal. You have the right now. They brought back pretty much the skill challenges for the NFL. Just put that joint in the middle of the year. Like middle of the season, so players can have you know time to go. It's not just in the middle; their only free time isn't going to be the um, what's that joke called? The bye week. Put it in the middle. You know, you have the catch, the the throw, the the throwing competition that they have now, the catching competition tag. Do that, and then of course, I think people would understand. Like the Pro Bowl has been bad for a minute now. I think under people understand, all right, well, they're not trying to go that hard uh, because not only is it the middle of the year and you have games in two weeks or whatever or a week, but, you know, it's the NBA gets it right. Shouts out to the NBA for, um, for putting on an incredible all-star game. Shouts out to the winners. Like I said, Carl uh, Anthony Towns for the three-point contest, Obi Toppin for the um, – Slam dunk contest. Shouts out to Howard for winning the H- HBCU Classic. Uh, the homie, I forgot his name. I think it's Alex something. The dude that from the Celebrity cl- celebrity Game winning the Peloton jump. Shouts out to Cade Cunningham for the Rising Stars game. Um, and, of course, Steph Curry for going crazy in the All-Star game and, and dropping 50. So NBA did it right for the All-Star game. NBA did it right. Moving forward, a report that we got from the All-Star game is Chris Paul, I believe, fractured his thumb. And because of that, saying that he'll be out, what, four to six weeks, I believe? Um, Oh, actually, let me go back. One thing that I definitely, I don't know how I forgot, but one thing that I forgot was the NBA 75 ceremony. Again, the NBA just does it right, man. Now, the ceremony was long as hell. I think that this probably should have been its own thing. Uh, the ceremony was at the at the MV. Well, the ceremony was at halftime of the All Star Game, where you had everybody that's that was part of the NBA seventy five. For people that don't know what that is, it is the seventy five best or the voted seventy five best players to ever play in the game uh, or ever play basketball. They were, their name was called at first, they all took a picture uh, before the game, you know, with with their ja- uh, suit jackets, and at the halftime, they all, you know, there was a whole presentation for them. 
The NBA did what? Now, again, the jump was long. It had to be like 45 minutes to an hour. Like, it was long. But it was able to showcase the best of the best. Like, you saw Steph Curry on the same stage as Dennis Rodman. You saw LeBron James on the same stage as, I don't know, uh, Bob Cousy. Which, by the way. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to say this on a public platform. Yo, shouts out to Bob Cousy. Yo, Bob Cousy, I, how do I say this so delicately? Yo, I thought, I didn't know Bob Cousy was still here with us. I really didn't. I didn't. I thought Bob Cousy was gone. And I'm glad that he's still with us. Don't get me wrong. But I thought, I did not know Bob Cousy was still here, yo. And and and, and shouts out to that man. Happy for that man. Top NBA 75. But, we, yo, anytime somebody talks about, like, the difference between today's NBA and back then's NBA, Bob Cousy always catches strays. Like, you're telling me Bob Cousy can't, like, you <laughs> hey, man, I thought he was long gone, bro. I did not. When I saw that man waving, Bob Cousy still alive? Like, that. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought he was uh, long gone, but shouts out to Bob Cousy, man. Shouts out to Bob Cousy. But again, the NBA did it right. The NBA did it right with uh <coughs> excuse me. The NBA did it right with uh with the NBA with the NBA 75 ceremony. Again, it was great. And you know what it also showed me? People can always say, you know, there's there's always an argument and there there will be an argument to the end of the day that who is the best player ever between like LeBron James and Michael Jordan. I can tell you the reception that Michael, I think probably because people are used to LeBron James. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But you can tell. When they called Michael Jordan, first of all, they called Michael Jordan's name last. When they called Michael Jordan's name, the whole, the, it, you can tell, like, people. now these are NBA players. These are NBA people that's been in the league. I mean, you have Steph, Giannis, D. Wade, Allen Iverson, shouts out to Bubba Chuck, favorite player of all time. You have, these are NBA legends. And there, it was just a different feel when Michael Jordan's name was called. People were in all, like the, former and current basketball players were in all of him. The fans went crazy. Yeah, it really shows you that Michael Jordan is still the most popular player. Whether you can argue if Jordan's better than LeBron, if LeBron's better than Jordan, that's always going to be an argument. But there's no argument. Michael Jordan is the most popular player between players and fans. Like, it, there was just an aura, like, oh, shoot, that's Michael Jordan. Like, when he walked in, the camera wouldn't stop touch. You can tell players. I mean, Steph Curry was talking to everybody was wrapping up Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan was just, like, friendly with people. He was over here bear-hugging uh, Jerry Jerry West and Luca. It was crazy. But, again, shouts out. Now Now we can conclude it. Shouts out to the uh, NBA for putting on a really good all-star game. So, so now moving forward, and like I said, a report came out saying that Chris Paul fractured his uh, fractured his thumb. And I think he'll be out four to eight weeks. Now, that puts that pretty much means he'll miss the rest of the regular season. 
Um, there's about seven weeks in the regular season, and depending on where the team says, I don't see him coming back early, seeing as though you want a healthy Chris Paul due to his age and due to his injury history. You want a healthy Chris Paul going into going into the playoffs. Now, all I've heard is this this can be really good for the for the Phoenix Suns, man. You know, Devin Booker's going to have to step up. Cameron Payne's going to have to step up. Aaron Holiday's going to have to step up now, seeing as though they just acquired him from Washington. Uh, You know, the team's going to have to step up, so when Chris Paul comes in, they'll they'll be better. Look, I remember when Kevin Durant went out, and I said that the team – I never said it was a good thing, but what I did say was – it could steer the team in the right direction, and the team can definitely stay afloat because you had, at the time, James Harden and Kyrie Irving at least playing away games. Now, yes, the Phoenix Suns are great. They're you know they're the number one team in the league. They're not just Chris Paul. Like You have Devin Booker. You have DeAndre Aiden. You have... Uh, Mikael Bridges, uh, you have Cameron Johnson. Like, there's a, they're, they're a really good team. So I don't think the team is going to just fall off the map with Chris Paul not being there. But one thing, there there is nothing positive. about The only positive I can see is Chris Paul, you know, coming into the playoff fresh because we know about his injury history. But there is nothing positive about Chris Paul not being or being out six or six to eight weeks or whatever it is. Now, and of course, injury aside, this, the, the Phoenix Suns depend on Chris Paul's leadership, Chris Paul's assisting. This is, this is huge, man. This is Chris Paul being out is huge. It's huge for DeAndre Aiden. It's huge for the team and, and Chris Paul's leadership. Not saying that he won't like be communicating with the team, but you know, when, when when it's a close game, yes, you have Devin Booker and everything, but you realize Chris Paul is pretty much like their closer. Like it's I think this is this is gonna be a big I think that now the West is wide open while yes, they are they have like a six and a half game lead over the number two team, which is Golden State. You know, Golden State's supposed to be getting back Draymond Green, and there's no telling if they're gonna get James Wiseman back. And it kind of looks like now again. I know it's an All Star game, but it looks like from what we just saw, Steph Curry could be out of his shooting shooting funk. So it's this is a big a big loss for for Phoenix. Now I think that of course, if he's not ready for the playoffs, which there's no indications that he, that he won't, uh, then it, they'll be fine. But Chris Paul is a major part to Phoenix and. We'll just have to wait and see. Of course, people are going to have to step up. Cameron Payne's going to have to step up. But, again, it's like, uh, do you, like, this is no offense to Cameron Payne, but this is Chris Paul we're talking about. We're talking about a top, NBA 75 player, a top guard in the league. And now you, it's not, basketball, see, basketball and football is different, man. It's not just a next man up mentality. While, yes, Cameron Payne's cool, Cameron Payne is nowhere close to Chris Paul. Now, yes, you have Devin Booker, you have DeAndre Ayton, you have Mikael Bridges, you have uh, a great coaching staff in Monty Williams, but there's a, you saw what the team was before Chris Paul, and 
now with Chris Paul. So this is it's going to be a big loss. Uh, I don't think that this is going to affect their playoff run if they do make a playoff run because, well, it is going to affect their playoff run because what if they don't get the number one seed? What if they don't have home, well? What if they don't have home court advantage? Like it's what if they lose that number one seed? So it's I know six and a half games is a comfortable lead, but look, teams around them are instead of Golden State, man, they're getting better. Clay Thompson, day, game after game, day after day, is getting more comfortable. Draymond Green, like I said, is supposed to be coming back. So I don't know, man. This is this is just a big loss. It's a big loss to me. So. Um, but I do hope that he comes back uh, better than ever. That is Chris Paul. So, uh, and and I'm sure again, we'll have to see how this team functions without Chris Paul. Uh, not saying that they're just going to fall off a map, but it's going to look drastically different without Chris Paul, even with Devin Booker playing how he's playing. And don't get me wrong, Devin Booker's playing how he's playing a lot because he's next to Chris Paul. So, let's move forward. Oh. So, uh, I, I guess I'll talk about this uh, quickly. Um, so, Jawan Howard, we all saw the video. We all saw uh, the mush because people keep saying he 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 punched the assistant. No, he mushed the assistant. He tried to like it looked like he tried to grab, snatch his face off, bro. Um, so Juwan Howard gets into a physical altercation with an assistant, well, not only the head coach of Wisconsin, but the assistant coach, which kind of starts a, a huge brawl between uh, Wisconsin players and coaching staff and Michigan's players and coaching staff. Now, since Juwan Howard has been suspended for the regular season, meaning he, I think that's like five games, uh, he is eligible to come back for the Big Ten sh- Big Ten tournament, and of course, if they make uh, the the tor- the tor- tournament, you know they can come back. Um, what are my thoughts? No, I don't think he should have been fired. Now, I remember once it happened, I said that it might be over. I t- I posted on Twitter that it might be over with for Jawan Howard. Not saying that's what I wanted, but we understand and we know how. Uh, African-American coaches can be unfairly uh, disciplined for something. Now, I'm not in any way, shape, or form absolving what Jawan Howard did. I understand. You don't, don't touch, like, you can tell, you can read people, right? And Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin was destroying Michigan, and it was like a couple seconds left, and you call a timeout to to get your reserves in and, and beat the press. It, you don't need to do that, but you coach your team. Your team does what your team wants to do. Like that's if that's your prerogative as a coach, uh, is your team do that? I understand Jawan Howard getting upset, and I also understand. Look, you can you can read people, bro. You can tell them upset. If I don't want to talk to you, I said I'm gonna remember that. Like, don't touch me. And when he tried to impede Juwan Howard from walking, you're already upset. You know, tempers flare. I get that. Now, again, I understand why it happened. I'm not condoning it. Like, I'm not saying Juwan Howard, no way, shape, or form should Juwan Howard be, be, be fighting people or be mushing people. Like, it shouldn't happen. Like, it should not happen. 
you have to be you have to set a better example for your kids you have to set a better example for the program you have I, I agree with all that you have to set a better example I am under the I kind of am shocked that he wasn't suspended for the rest of the year uh <laughs> he kind of got lucky with that one I don't again I'm not he I just feel you you what 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 example are you setting? You know what I mean? That's what you're hearing a lot of people say. You have to set a right example. And I again I understand people are human, man. You're gonna be upset. Things are you know, temper is going to flare, but it's just how you react in those moments and how you act in those moments, especially when you're head coach of a team, it, it you know you you just have to be better than that. Do I think he should have been fired? No. I do think that again, he I I think he sh- probably should have been suspended for the rest of the year including the tournament, but you know, they just I guess they deemed it as I know two of his players also got suspended one game. Uh Michigan it's also you also have to understand, man, Michigan has had a tough year, man, from injuries to not really living up to preseason expectations i mean right now currently they're like 14 and 11 it's it hasn't been the best year for for michigan so i also understand you know the the program is it's it's the the tensions at all time high but again i'm saying all this none of me i mean none of this is me absolving what Jawan howard did it shouldn't have happened uh and hell even if the coach touches you pushes you you can't just go welling up like wilding on people it just it just doesn't no again i don't think the coach was right into trying to impede uh Jawan howard from walking and like you know pretty much putting his hand like oh hold hold on you're gonna listen to me i don't think he should have done that at all but i also don't think that Jawan howard should have reacted the way he reacted so i think everyone was wrong in the situation i really do um and again, he was suspended for the rest of the regular season, which I think is about five or six games, I believe, um, and uh, which I think is a very, a very light punishment, seeing as though I would have done the rest of the year. But no, I would not have fired Juwan Howard. So, and Juwan Howard, I think, has since come out and apologized for a situation. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Juwan Howard. So, let's move forward. So the NFL, let's, let's let's talk some NFL. So the NFL, you know, the, is officially over with. Um, as far as the regular the, the season, uh, of course, we you know that the Rams won the Super Bowl. So now we're in the off season period. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through every team. I'm not going to break down every team, but I'm going to go through every team and do the one thing that they need to focus on. Or the top thing they need to focus on this offseason. Now, of course, multiple teams, many teams need multiple uh, things. But I'm just going to focus on the top one. Let's let's start with the Cardinals. Uh, I th- well, the number one thing that they need to do is 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 figure out what the hell that this whole Kyler Murray thing is like. You need to you need to smooth that over. Uh, Kyler Murray is your best player, and again, a team without Kyler Murray is feels different than a team with Kyler Murray. That's all I'm saying. Of course, it's just been a war back and forth between Kyler Murray and, and the team, and they have a really good team. I mean, yes, they they went out sad, but there was a lot of high expectations, especially how this team went. 
uh, in the regular season. So I think their number one priority is to figure out what the hell they're, you know, what the hell is going on with Kyler Murray and, and smooth that over. The Atlanta Falcons. I'm I'm gonna go NFC then then A or AFC NFC then AFC. The Atlanta Falcons, man. Um I would say look for a quarterback, uh, but there's no way that Matt Ryan's not gonna be there, seeing as how expensive he is. So I could also say go for a wide receiver because we don't know what's gonna happen with Calvin Ridley. Uh, seeing as though he stepped away from the team last season. You know what? No. Atlanta Falcons, f- numbers one, two, three, four, and five to-do list is to focus on that defense. Your defense is garbage. Your defense has been garbage for a while, which I think is crazy. Well, no, there's a difference between being a defensive coordinator and being a head coach. Because I'm like, Dan Quinn just completely transformed the defense for the Cowboys. What happened with the Falcons? But again, there's a difference between being the head coach and the defensive coordinator. The Atlanta Falcons need to focus on the defense, man. Their defense sucks, and it sucked for a minute. Uh, their defense is almost unwatchable. I mean, you have Matt Ryan, who isn't that good at all, honestly, at this point, but he still has flashes. You have Kyle Pitts. See what happens with Calvin Ridley. You need to focus focus on that defense. The Panthers. The Panthers. The Panthers have a lot to focus on. I mean, is Matt Rule the the option? Uh, I need to really get Christian McCaffrey back on the field because you realize the season went downhill once Christian McCaffrey got hurt. But the number one thing they need to do is figure out what's going, what's happening with the quarterback position. As we've seen, it's not it's it's not. Um, they tried to bring Cam in. Uh, he was good for a game or two. Uh, that didn't work. It, it's it's. Mm. They need to figure out the quarterback position. Uh, it's this. The Panthers are a good team. The Panthers are a really good team. I mean, they have a good receiving core. They have a good defense. They have a really good defense. They have a good offensive line. It's just their quarterback. They need to get the quarterback right. Sam Darnold is not the option. Cam Newton at least this point of his career is not the option you need to figure out what you're going to do with the, 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 the Panthers or with the quarterback at the quarterback position for the Panthers, Chicago bears. They did address what they needed to address. Uh, they, they got a new quarter, a coach. Uh, what they need to do is they need to focus on that deep offensive line. That offensive line, I mean, yes, and some of the sacks that Justin Fields took were due to him holding the ball for too long. But a lot of those sacks were because the deep, the offensive line broke down way too fast. It, it just, especially with a young quarterback, you want you need to protect him. And you need to be able to, he needs to be able to grow. He needs to be able to work. And yes, you're not, not everyone's going to have like uh, the... <laughs> The Patriots offensive line, but you need a better offensive line, especially for a younger quarterback. So I think that the Bears need to focus on their offensive line. The Dallas Cowboys. The number one thing I think they should have done, they're not doing, and that's getting a new head coach. Uh, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy is a huge reason why they didn't win this year. Uh, from clock management to play design. I don't 
or, or play calls. It just it didn't work. Now, reports are coming out that, again, see what happens with Sean Payton maybe a year or two, but Mike McCarthy's coming back. So, with that being said, I think their number one focus is you have to get Dak Prescott on the back on the right track. Uh, I don't know if it was due to injury, uh, you know, come back from the hamstring or whatever, but before then, Dak Prescott was – he was, in my opinion, front runner for comeback player of the year. Now, of course, we didn't know how the season was going to go or turn out for Joe Burrow, but Jack Prescott was leading that discussion, and he had a lot of people, including myself, thinking that this maybe could be Dallas's year. Uh, but after that hamstring injury and he came back, he just he just wasn't good. He was not accurate. It's the the Dallas Cowboys are going nowhere now. There's a lot of pieces that they, there's a lot of free agents that they have to figure out. Like what's going to happen with Van Der Esch? What's going to happen with uh, 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 Dexter Lawrence? What's going to happen with Amari Cooper? Like there's there's a couple free agents that they need to figure out. But their number one their number one thing to me is get Dak Prescott back on the right track. Uh, once you do that, I think a lot of things will fall into place. Detroit Lions. Oof. Again, like I said, some of these teams have a lot, a lot more than one. Uh, Detroit's one of them, but Detroit needs to. F- <laughs> they need to figure that quarterback out, man. Because Jared Goff just ain't it, man. This is yet another stop. Uh, well, not yet. This is a second stop. Even though he's a former number one overall pick, Jared Goff just is not good. He's not. He, you know what? Let me say this. Derek Goff is good, but he's not consistent enough to to be a, a really good quarterback. Like he has intangibles that. I mean, hell, his intangibles helped the Rams get to the Super Bowl. Now, yes, they didn't win, but his intangibles helped them get to the Super Bowl. But he's so inconsistent. It just like I don't. I don't know. I just think they need to. They need to figure out what the hell they're going to do with the quarterback. Man, they haven't. Yeah. Green Bay Packers, number one, you need to figure out what you're going to do with. No. Number one, no. Number one, you need to figure out what you're going to, what, what's happening with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did the, just had the whole cryptic tweet thing or cryptic Instagram thing. We're not going to talk about it. Is Aaron Rodgers come back or not? Uh, now, I know that's mostly on Aaron Rodgers and the team, uh, but you need to, moving for, actually, you know, that's really nothing the team can do. So I guess number one, number one thing that Green Bay needs to do is re-sign. Now I understand they're probably going to franchise tag him, but re-sign Devontae Adams. Even if Aaron Rodgers is not going to come back, you do not want to lose DeAndre or Devontae Adams. You even if, if Jordan Love has to be your option, you need you need to have a number one option for him, and that would be a Devontae Adams. So I guess Green Bay's number one thing is to re-sign Devontae Adams. The Rams, again, they just won a Super Bowl. They need to bring as many people back as possible. Hell, they you heard um, Aaron Donald said, if you bring back everybody, then I'm coming back. Aaron Donald was the number one thing. No, you need to get a better deal signed for him. I mean, more than likely, it's going to be about money. He's not even one of the highest paid. He should be one of the highest paid players ever, uh, but he's not. So I think that you need to bring him back. Uh, try to bring back, you know, Von Miller, maybe try to bring back Odell Beckham Jr. I understand that they're really strapped for money, uh, seeing as though 
that's what happens when you pretty much give all your draft picks and, and sign big contracts. Uh, but you need, they're going to need to try to get Von Miller, try to get, you, you want Aaron Donald to come back. That's your number one option. Get Aaron Donald to come back. That's, that's about it. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, that's another one, kind of like the Atlanta Falcons. I would say get a ball for Kirk Cousins, but that's hard when you have when he has one of the toughest contracts to move, because it's like fully it's like forty something million fully guaranteed. Like who is gonna pay that outside of Minnesota to Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins is a serviceable quarterback, and he's a quarterback that can win you some games, but he ain't no quarterback that's gonna have no deep playoff run. Hell, they didn't even make it to the playoffs last year, so I don't. I don't know, man. Um, I, I guess figure out the quarterback position. The Minnesota Vikings is in a tough, a tough, tough spot. I know they just got a new coach, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, just they. Get, you need to figure out if you can how to get off of Kirk Cousins in that contract, so you can have more wiggle room not only in free agency but. Uh, at the quarterback position because there's always going to be a ceiling when Kirk Cousins is your number one option. So New Orleans Saints, they've had a very turbulent, a very turbulent uh, offseason, man, from Sean Payton going out to getting a new coach. But their number one thing is you need to figure out that quarterback position. First of all, Taysom Hill, whether he's healthy or not, is not the quarterback. Jason J Jameis Winston is a free agent. Do you want to bring him back? I don't know. But you need to figure out the quarterback position. I mean, you have Alvin Kamara, you have or try to bring back Michael Thomas. You need to figure out the quarterback position. Uh, cause right now you have none. You have no quarterbacks. Like none. And that's that's from a franchise that has has had Drew Brees for God knows how long. To not have a quarterback period is like is is the Giants Giants need mm. not Giants Daniel Jones ain't it bro they need to focus on that now I know it's easy to say that you need to focus on the quarterback and I think that's what they need to do as well the Giants no no the Giants need to focus on the offensive line while no Daniel Jones is not it the Giants probably have the worst offensive line in the league, and it shows. It's it's not even close to good. And it doesn't matter if you have Daniel Jones. It doesn't matter if you, if you have Tom Brady. It doesn't matter if you have Patrick Mahomes. If their offensive line is as bad as the Giants is going to be or as Giants is, if it does not get any better, it doesn't matter. No one's going to flirt. No quarterback. You can have Joe Montana. No quarterback is going to flourish with the Giants. So I think they need to really focus on that offensive line. Now, back to Daniel Jones. It's easy to say you need to focus on the quarterback. Like, I think a lot of these uh, teams need to really focus on the quarterback. But it's not, like, outside of, like, huge names that may or may not be on the market, who are you going to get? Who is the – what is the quarterback market? James Winston's up there. Who, uh, what, Tyrod Taylor maybe? Uh, the, the quarterback – pool that's for available available or availability is not the best right now so I don't know but yeah the Giants need to focus on the offensive line Philly 
need more offensive weapons. I mean, yes, they were the number one rushing attack, but outside of Devonte Adams, they don't really have or Devonte Smith. I'm sorry, they don't really have uh, maybe Rager. Yeah, they need they need better weapons. They need to the help. They need to get better weapons around Jalen Hurts. Not saying Jalen Hurts is that dude, but he's he's better than a lot. So I think you need to get more weapons to help the passing game. So the 49ers, the 49ers need to figure out what they're going to do with Jimmy G. Uh, if they more than likely he's gone. So who are you going to trade him to? What are you going to trade him for? And they need to jumpstart this. Need to jumpstart this whole Trey Lance thing, man. Now, Trey Lance got hurt last year and or this year, and uh, it wasn't looking too good. So, hopefully, you can maybe get a draft pick out of it. I don't know, or a couple draft picks from Jimmy G. Because Jimmy G, if you look at my last episode, we talked about the value of Jimmy G, and Jimmy G is going to have a lot of suitors. Um, yeah, uh, they need to they need to get as much as they can for Jimmy G because you don't know if Trey Lance is ready to move on. So, or you don't know if you're ready to move on with Trey Lance as your starting quarterback. You're going to have to because of how high you drafted him, but he didn't look the best when he did play uh, last year. He had some good, he had some moments and some flashes, but you know, I don't know if he's ready to 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 lead the 49ers back to the AFC NFC Championship. So, the Seahawks, the Seahawks is kind of like the Giants, man. Their 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 focus needs to be the same. It's their focus has had to been the same for a minute. Their de- offensive line is garbage. You have Russell Wilson for as long as you have him. You need to protect this guy. Get Russell Wilson some protection. That is that is the number one, two, three, four, and five and fifth thing to do for Seattle. Get Russell well, Russell Wilson some protection, please, because it's 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 not working. Uh, Tampa Bay, this is a new year for a new age for Tampa Bay uh, with no with no Tom Brady now. Uh, you do have a lot of free agents. Uh, you have Chris Godwin. You have Leonard Fournette. There's a lot of free agents that you're going to need to resign. But your number one focus is who the hell are we going to have to pass the ball? I think. Uh, insiders are saying that they are looking at Jameis Winston maybe returning. Uh, I don't know, but you're going to need to focus on, because I don't even know who their quarterback is right now. You need to focus on getting a quarterback. Same as the Washington Commanders. First and foremost, no, the name is not uh, growing on me. Not even a little bit. Like I, I, I don't like the name, but it is what it is. Um they need to really figure out what the hell is going on with this whole damn off the field situation. But just speaking on the field, they need a new court. They need a, a starting quarterback. You're hearing names like maybe Carson Wentz coming uh, or going to Washington, maybe Jimmy G. Uh, I don't know, but Tyler Heineke is a good player, but he's not a reliable starting quarterback. I, I mean, the, 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 the the story's cool and he's a really good backup but and people keep saying what about Ryan Fitzpatrick no no we need a starting quarterback we need to start Washington needs a starting quarterback uh and they need to they need to figure it out cuz this is a really good team uh and you realize it, it, it it's a good team man if they play to their ability and and don't get hit with a thousand one injuries like they do every year 
you know, uh, they just need a quarterback. So that's Washington. Let's go to Baltimore. Let's go to the AFC, Baltimore. Um, They need, need to get healthy, man. They need to get healthy because, I mean, the team was just ravaged by injuries at the start of the season and throughout this entire year. It was just injury city. Uh, and while, yes, you can say you need to get J- Lamar Jackson. First of all, you need to get him a new contract, but you need to get Lamar Jackson some pieces offensively. That's, that's easy to say, and that's, of course, what you need to do. Uh, but you need to get this team healthy because even an unhealthy team was, like, number one in the AFC until Lamar Jackson went down. So uh, now Lamar Jackson does need some work, you know, need to work on his accuracy and needs to work on some of his decision-making as far as throwing the ball and timing. But uh, I say uh, injury. You need to. They need to get the team fully healthy. So Buffalo Bills, the defense. Now Buffalo Bills is a is a is a team that kind of doesn't need to do much. Um, but their defense, their defense, especially when maybe the. <laughs> Their defense needs needs some improving. Now it did improve. I will say it did improve from previous year to last year, uh, or this season to last season, or last season to this season. But their defense, especially giving up big plays, definitely still needs to improve. Because as you saw in the AFC Championship, their defense gave up. They're, they're the back end of their defense gave up way too many big plays. So they need to focus on trying to get people that can stop the big plays at the big moments. So. That's the Bills. But outside of that, they don't need much. I believe if the Bills would have made it to the Super Bowl, there's a good possibility they could. They probably would have won it, um, but they didn't. Uh, they We had one of the best games you've seen in a while in, in the AFC champion or AFC uh, what, second round. So, um, yeah, focus on that defense for the Bills, uh, especially the secondary. The Cincinnati Bengals, one, two, three, four, five, to-do list, the offensive line. Their offensive line is god-awful. Like, they're, I mean, you gave up, what, like, 90, like 70, 91 sacks, something like that, or 16 sacks, and I don't know. They gave up a lot of freaking sacks in the in the playoffs, and actually, it was their offensive line was the biggest reason they didn't win in the Super Bowl. The offensive line, you have a franchise quarterback. You have franchise uh, corner pieces in the wide receiver position. You have uh, Joe Mixon. You have really good defensive players now, which is crazy for me to say when we talk about Cincinnati because they haven't been good defensively. You need – they need to protect Joe Burrow. That's 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 what they need to do. That is the only thing they need to do offensively. In fact, every single draft pick they have either needs to be traded for offensive lineman or needs to draft offensive lineman. That's just how it, that's just how it has to be. That's – and that's – that's the big. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, they need to, but first you need to figure out what you're doing with Jarvis Landry. Then you have to, are you going to re-up with Baker Mayfield or not? That's pretty much the question that you have to ask yourself. Uh, you have to figure that out. If not, then what happens after that? Because do you how how high is the ceiling? I think that's 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 really what you need to figure out. How high is the ceiling with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback? Of course, Baker Mayfield is going to come back next year. I don't see him getting traded or the Browns getting anybody else. Uh, but you, there needs to be realistic expectations about what 
your ceiling is with Baker Mayfield and what you do after next season. Do you resign him? Do you try to go for the quarterback? What do you do? Um, that's what you need to figure out is how high is your ceiling with Baker Mayfield? Denver Broncos quarterback. You need a quarterback. Denver. It's crazy how John Elway is like the GM of this jump. And every year we say the same thing about Denver. They need a quarterback. Their defense is good. Uh, they have really good pieces. Now, of course, Aaron Rodgers has been because they do get a new. They do have a new coach. Aaron Rodgers has been linked to uh, getting this job. I mean, getting the starting position, starting wide receiver. What the hell? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has been linked to if he does want to move out of Green Bay. Denver is one of those places, but um, they need a quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater's not it. Drew Locke's not it. It, it you need a quarterback. They need, while Teddy Bridgewater can be serviceable and may win you games, he is not good enough to not only he's not good enough to take a team to the playoffs. That's that's just how it is. He no, and neither is Drew Locke. Not even close. So, Houston Texans. I don't know. You need to trade Deshaun Watson. Until Deshaun Watson's off the team, and Deshaun Watson, until Deshaun Watson's off the team, uh, you're really you're really not able to do anything. Um, Deshaun Watson has played his last down in Houston, and for anyone that says no, he can come back. No, he cannot. I mean, if he was going, uh, he could come back. Let me say that he is not going to because he doesn't want to. If he wanted to, he would have came back last season. Um, they need to, Until they move Deshaun Watson and get as much as they can for him, you're, nothing's going to – they're they're strapped. I mean, yeah, Lovey Smith is their head coach now, but they're strapped to do anything. Um, they don't have a lot of – they don't have a lot of marquee pieces anywhere outside of Deshaun Watson, so he's pretty much the only bargaining chip. So – you need to he needs to move. You need to move him until you move him that they're they're pretty much stuck. Um Indianapolis Colts quarterback. I mean we just we just they just we just said I just said that Carson Wentz probably is not going to be there. Quarterback this team is good enough to win the Super Bowl if they make it if they have the right quarterback and that's what they're going to try to do. Uh they could keep Carson Wentz but like I said and maybe Two episodes ago, if Carson Wentz is your starting quarterback, you're not a championship team. Then that's they they have figured that out. So quarterback, Jaguars, more skilled, more skilled. Like you need to focus on the wide receiver core and and no offensive line. Their offensive line suck. Well, a lot of a lot is not good with the Jaguars, but you just had you you have Trevor Lawrence. You want you need to grow that relationship, but you need that their offensive line is not good. Uh you can focus on the 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 web, the offensive weapons, but until you get a good offensive line, it's kind of like Joe Burrow situation. Uh just a lot worse. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars need to focus on their offensive line. Kansas City Chiefs Hmm. Uh, they need to focus on the defense. Focus on the 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 secondary. They're more than likely will lose. They 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 possibly probably will lose Tyron Matthew. Uh, and he was I mean one of the, he was a captain. He he was their most important piece for the def the secondary. So they need to really figure that out. Uh, what happens when he leaves? Who do you bring in? 
you know, because as we saw, once he went out in the Bills game, it just they were just having a field. Gabriel Davis was having a field day on the sec the Kansas City Chiefs secondary. So they need to figure. I think they need to figure out what happens with the secondary. The Raiders. Um. Well, it looks like David Carr is coming back, so I would say their offensive line wasn't terrible. No wide receiver; they need to focus on the wide receiver. Yes, you have Darren Waller, who is a tight end, but one of the best catching t- or offensive tight end or catching tight ends. But they need to really focus on uh, the wide receiver because their wide receiver core is god awful. So the Raiders need to focus on their wide receiver core. Uh, the Chargers. Um, maybe their offensive line. Uh, their running game with Austin Eckler is good. They have really. Good, they need to try to re-sign Mike Williams, or they're probably going to franchise tag him, but re-sign Mike Williams. But probably their 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 offensive line. Because that's another team that should have been to the playoffs if, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll say their offensive line, the Chargers, need to focus on that. Uh, you you want to protect Justin Herbert. You want to protect that running game. So, yeah. Miami Dolphins. Well, there's a lot going on with Miami Dolphins these days. Um, I guess hope that uh, – was it McDonald gets the best out of Tua? Um, because Tua, I mean, not having not Tua as your quarterback, at least since, so far, that's pretty much the biggest limitation for the Dolphins. The Dolphins haven't been able to do anything. So, uh, because Tua isn't that good, to be honest with you. So, you know. Um. So hopefully the new the new coach McDonald is able to get the best out of Tua. Uh, the New England Patriots. Mac Jones needs to be better. Mac Jones was I mean he was a Pro Bowler. They were able to make it to the playoffs, but Mac Jones has to be bad. The biggest reason why they went to the playoffs was because of their defense in their run game. Uh, and their defense in the run game more than likely next year will be good. Just Mac Jones needs to be better. He needs to improve because there are there are games like the playoffs where teams are going to force you to have Mac Jones beat them. And as we saw, he is not ready to do that. I mean the the Bills beat them like there was no tomorrow. So the Patriots need to focus. Matt Jones just needs to get better for the Patriots. The Jets. I guess we'll start with offensive line. I mean, if you 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 drafted Zach Zach Wilson second, so you're not gonna move off him. So focus on the offensive line. Uh, the Jets have a lot. <laughs> the Jets have a lot that that they need to focus on. Honestly, uh, it's bad. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, that's. That's easy. The quarterback. I mean, Big Ben was your your starting quarterback for autumn years, and now who do you have? Mason Rudolph, uh, Dwayne Haskins. No, you need, no, none of them are. But 
who again, who do you go to? I mean, you, you hear maybe Kyle Pickett, you hear homie from uh, Lincoln University, or no, Liberty University, uh, Wills, I think his name is. The pay, unless you, you swing and hit a, a home run and maybe an Aaron Rodgers or maybe a Jimmy G, maybe Carson Wentz, maybe Deshaun Watson, uh, maybe Russell Wilson, which I doubt. The Pittsburgh Steelers, it's going to be a weird year for them, and they need to really focus on getting a starting quarterback because they don't have that. So, And the Tennessee Titans. They're secondary. Their secondary is not. I mean, Joe Burrow was. Joe Burrow was. He wasn't having the best game, but he was having a field day on them. So they're secondary. That's that's what the Tennessee Titans need to focus on. Uh, and there you have it, man. That's been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast, man. This has been a quick one. This has been a quick one. I appreciate you guys. Um, if you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, long sleeve, sweater, jogger, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Whatever you want, I got you. Just click on click on the link and bada bing, bada boom. Also, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. If you can, please leave a comment. Please like, please share. Please rate if it's on a DSP. It definitely means a lot to me. I'm trying to get the algorithms going. I'm trying to get more people to, to you know, see and listen to the to the podcast. Um, I appreciate all the support that I've gotten so far. It definitely means a lot to me. <laughs> people people have been commenting left and right on the Embiid and Joakim Noah. No, Joakim Noah. No, Embiid and Jokic video. Like, I've been... Yeah, man, people been people going crazy on that. But uh, I appreciate you guys. And until next time, much love. Hey, this shit like videos, you hear me? Everything I'm saying this motherfucker's all props. This shit is not real. Just in case the police listen, I'm not. That's speed music. <laughs> Smash. Slide. Slide. Man, we don't respond yeah. to shit. Yeah. We run. I'm like, fuck it. You trippin'. Get it. Go get it. Get Go gone. gone. They dropping locations. I'm getting it done. Yeah. Fuck tweeting. Yeah. We sliding. Yeah. The feds yeah. come. Man. He fucking his bitches. bitches. Some niggas. Niggas son. I'm hanging yeah. with killers. Yeah. We breaking yeah. a bond. They really yeah. don't mean it. Mean. He say it. Say it's songs. Song. They really don't mean it. Bitch. He play it. Bitch. It's songs. We been sliding through they blocks and they don't know we have. Buddy ass got shot and we ain't claiming, but I can show his ass. Niggas acting like they really like that since my Brody died. Just get out the fans. You bring up murders with your police ass. I told Vaughn to leave that bitch alone. She post on OnlyFans. Catch him at apartments. They be in because that's our only chance. They don't be outside like you think they ass be on the ground. Old ops fucking with my new ops. Oh man. That shit Murphy been through there. That shit like Ghostland. My brother D thing just got killed and I've been slow since. Bro, we got back on their ass. I bet they know this. And on bro, I'm speaking facts. This ain't no diss. Keep the police out my business. We don't post shit. Trigger happy I be with Zoon and we on 4-6. They like Dirk, his ass a singer. He won't smoke shit. You can bleed whatever you want. I got your folks hit. Don't respond to shit. We fun. I'm like, fuck it. You trippin'. Go get it. Some type of way you better slide and get revenge. He say therapy ain't helping.
for a cleanse. She say she don't really got shit, but she so thirsty for a binge. I just made her suck my dick and I just nutted on her chin. I been feeling like Rico, I just fucked her in my Tim's. For school, he said no pin, he'd rather carry him a gin. A 10, a fin, her 10, I'm saying, he spin. You need a pill to slide, he off all the milligrams, he been a fan. I seen niggas really killing shit, post shit on Instagram. You doing that, you might as well go to court and say you killed a man. Set you up is as a middleman. Uh-huh. Don't respond yeah. to shit. 